Hello and welcome to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Chris Schaefer and I am here to talk to you about Google Ads. That's what I do here every single week. That's what I'm focused on and that's where you're going to hear a ton of great information today. I am answering questions from listeners. We've got a listener in Tennessee we're going to chat with. I'm going to also talk about the metric of the week Metric of the week is uh, where I chat about some things you need to know in order to concrete in your understanding of Google Ads, some of the basic aspects of Google Ads. We're going to be talking about that. And then we have our topical discussion, which we will chat about as well. And uh, it's going to all be great stuff, and I'm excited to be here. I've been really enjoying doing this and, and getting the feedback from you guys I, I I appreciate it I I I I enjoy doing this and uh, if you enjoy hearing it hey don't forget uh, you know reviews are important it helps uh, other people listen to the podcast and it makes sure that you know we can keep this podcast going um, and a big part of keeping this podcast going is our sponsor optio.com slash PSP. That's O-P-T-E-O dot com slash P-S-P. That URL is in the description. It's very important because it is how you can grab your very own eight-week, two-month, 60-day free trial of this amazing tool. Optio is the smarter way to manage your Google Ads. If you are listening to this podcast and you have not tried Optio, you are in the minority. There are a huge number of people that are jumping on board of this amazing it's really skyrocketing it's an amazing tool and the reason i talk about it week after week i've been talking about it for years now is because it's designed to give you smart recommendations guide you into things to look at in google ads if you have not noticed that uh you know your your certain keyword has dropped off and it used to be an important keyword and you're starting to lose some momentum on that keyword this tool can say hey notice that keyword pay attention here you're losing some authority on this keyword you're losing some positioning when you go to that wonderful url optio.com psp there will be in the bottom left hand corner you can click open chat window and let them know that you heard about it on the paid search podcast because that's how you can get the only way you can get this special offer that they are offering listeners of this podcast exclusive offer. So thanks for checking them out. It is another great week in Google ads. Um, it's, it's summertime here in the U S uh, always changes the season of, you know, what businesses are, <clears throat> you know, really pushing and which ones aren't. Um, it's, it's always very interesting, you know, air conditioner companies are always just firing off like crazy. Lead generation is extremely important. It's also the season of, um, you know, conferences and, uh, you know, a lot of people traveling. So, uh, travel is very important. So if you're, if you're listening in any of those industries, you know, this is an important time for you, you know, it's your season and you know, it's going to be important to make sure you get the most out of your Google ads. So let's jump straight in. Let's talk about the metric of the week. And the metric of the week for this week is we're going to chat about position 
metrics. Okay. Now I will have to be very clear about this because let's do a little, let's do a little blast to the past. And it, we used to have a very simplistic view of position. <clears throat> we used to have what's called average position. Okay. An average position was a single number. It was a decimal point. You know, it would be, it would be 2.3 or 1.6 or 1.2. What that number represented was your average position for whatever um, metric you were looking at. So if you're looking at a keyword, it'll tell you your average position for that keyword. If you wanted to maintain top control of that keyword, <clears throat> you would have to have an average position of 1.0. That means you are basically always hitting first position. And you are you know, not able to maintain uh, top position if you know you don't bid high enough. So it might reflect in that average position number. You might have a five point six or a four point two. You know, depending on you know how many competitors there are. <clears throat> the higher the number, the lower your position. Very simple. Now, in the past couple of years, things have changed. Now we have what is called impression absolute top percentage, and impression top percentage. Now, these are two very important numbers because they tell you a percentage of each of these metrics. And what I want to talk about, so the metric of the week is actually two metrics, but they you really can't talk about one without talking about the other. <clears throat> so let's talk about the first most basic aspect is impression top percentage. So the actual definition is the search top impression rate that's the official name of it, search top impression rate, is the percentage of your impressions that are shown anywhere above the organic search results. Okay? So this does not tell you <clears throat> any percentage of anyone or of any ad that's showing below the organic. Okay? So if you are showing ads at the absolute minimum CPC and you have a lot of competitors, then this impression top percentage would be very, very low. You might see 20%, something like that. But if you're trying to command a very high above organic position, this would be a very high number, 95%, 96%, maybe 100%. Okay, so <clears throat> this is important. Because the fact is, if you are not showing above organic, it's likely you're not getting clicks. In, in, in very rare instances, do advertisers ever want to show below organics, the organic ads, excuse me, the organic listings. So below the organic listings, things are just, it's kind, it's kind of the wild west out there. I mean, people might scroll back up to the top and do a different search. They might just start scrolling infinitely and, and not really consider. There's a whole lot of kind of just scrambling that happens once people start to reach the end of the organic search results. And very rarely do I find that clicks happen below organic. So if you're serious about getting clicks, you typically want to keep this impression top percentage number 
probably above 50. Usually going to be a pretty safe number. Above 50 is going to be a lot safer because at least half of your impressions are going to be above organic. And if you were to segment that information out, there is a way to segment that information out. You can actually see that your top impressions, your top percentage impressions, the ones that are above organic, receive a very different click-through rate than those that do not show above organic. This is why it's very important to make sure that you're bidding high enough. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at an account now as I'm going through this, and this account in the past 30 days has received 1,200 impressions. Um, the percentage of those that have been below organic have received zero clicks. And the ones that have been above organic have received all of the clicks. That is typically the way that it goes. It may be a very slight difference, maybe a few clicks below organic, but it's rarely the case. Usually you see one percentage click-through rate or less with below organic. So if you want to be serious, if you want to get out there, be competitive, you know, impression top percentage is an important number to maintain, important number to make sure that you don't let drop, but let's say 50%. Okay, now let's talk about the next one. This is, if you're really serious, this is the next number <clears throat> that's a very good rule of thumb for making sure that you are very competitive in the Google Ads environment. This next one is impression absolute top percentage. Okay, so this number is the absolute top impression rate which represents the, um, the percentage of your impressions that are shown at the very first ad above the organic search results. Okay, so it not no, listen to the wording here. It's not necessarily the very first thing at the very top of Google because sometimes that might be other things. That might be Google Shopping might show first. Uh, map listing might show first. You know, uh, one of those Wikipedia entries could show or, you know, some of the little snippet sometimes from another website could show. There's a lot of the things that could show there. Google Guarantee could show. Um, so you, you may not necessarily be above everything, but you are the very first among all of the paid ads that do show. <clears throat> so this is the absolute top. This is the pinnacle of the best position you can possibly get for that particular search and every single search is unique no two searches are going to be exactly the same uh, because some search results might show in a different layout a different configuration um, you know with slight differences between them it's very dynamic so there's no way that you can just search for something and get a good represent representation of what is actually happening on google.com what you really want to see what you really want to understand is this absolute top percentage so this is a much more sensitive number you can still be competitive on google and get a very low number here your absolute top percentage could be 10 percent, but you could have a 95 percent impression top um and you would still be competitive you'd still be showing up above organic very visible getting plenty of clicks spending your full budget if you want to take it to the next level, now you might start trying to hit 90% absolute top 
and 90% top. I mean, this is going to be very aggressive. This is a very different situation where you're trying to be very commanding in your control of particular keywords. You may not really want to try and, you know, do this for everything. This is going to be a major budget drain if you are commanding absolute top on every one of your keywords. It's important to pick and choose which keywords are going to receive a very high absolute top position um, because that is the most expensive position that you can attain. If you try and push first position on everything, you'll basically be paying the highest rate for every single keyword. And what does that do? That makes your daily budget drain faster and faster. So there's a balance here. You need to know where, <clears throat> where particular keywords are worth the investment and where particular keywords are not worth the investment. Um, this is critical. As I talked about last week, I talked about keyword risk. And understanding that risk and understanding where you have high risk and where you have low risk, where it's worth investing and pushing to a higher position is going to be where you have a better understanding, a better control. Something to, to kind of wrap this up here, something that could be a very scary situation is to see a 90% absolute top on a, a two-word broad match keyword. You know, let's say, um, you know, I had talked earlier <clears throat> about uh, it being summer here, here in Texas, and it's hot, and a lot of people are searching for um, AC, you know, AC repair, things like that. Um, if you command absolute top percentage on AC repair, just broad match, that is a very high risk thing to do because it's very unlikely that all of your traffic is actually AC repair. A lot of it could be competitor stuff. A lot of it could be completely off topic. Um, you know, people searching for parts or supply houses or, you know, <clears throat> all kinds of things. So there's a lot of risk to put too much emphasis, too much absolute top position um, on broad keywords, you know, wildly uncontrollable keywords. There's, there's, there's risk involved. I'm not saying it's always a bad idea, but there is risk involved here. So these are two very important metrics that you need to be aware of. The, they're, they're the only numbers out there that tell you where your ads are showing, where your ads are showing in the auction, the Google ads search auction. That's it. There, there are no other numbers that provide that information for you. There's other types of position metrics, but they are blended metrics. If, if you go to the, to the custom columns and you, and you look at the competitive metrics, there's tons of different top rank IS and then search top IS and search absolute top IS. That is not what I'm talking about. Uh, to be clear, if you want to see these numbers, they are in the perf performance columns. They are the very last two in the performance columns. They are called just so we're clear and you are looking at the right things here. Because if you look at the wrong metrics, you are getting the wrong information. The metrics are in the performance columns and they are called impression, IMPR, period, then parentheses, 
ABS period, top, close parentheses, and then the percentage sign. That's what impression absolute top percentage looks like. And then impression top is IMPR period, parentheses, top, T-O-P, close parentheses, and then percentage sign. Those are the two metrics, period. There's no other metrics out there that provide the clear, concise message of where you stand in relation to your competitors, where you stand in relation to the organic and paid ads. Very important that you understand that and have a clear understanding of uh, where your ads are getting you, how far your ads are getting you. Okay, so that is um, that is the metric of the week. And we're going to jump now to a question from Johnson City, Tennessee, beautiful East Tennessee. Matt from beautiful East Tennessee is writing in. He says, I have a client with a super long questionnaire as their main conversion action on their website. The form finishes up with an embedded scheduling tool, which throws off the tracking. And here's, here's the main question, the problem that he's, that he's having. All of this is to say, how would you approach explaining success for this client when tracking is a big challenge and not very accurate? Okay, so basically Matt is having, you know, he, he can't show conversions. He's showing, you know, some, maybe some conversion, you know, people going through the form in some way, but he can't actually show bookings maybe the right way. Maybe that, maybe that's the main thing is he's, he's having problems with. Um, he's saying it's, you know, it's, it's really a black box situation. He doesn't have the data. So he asks, should I be explaining to them the positive metrics from our Google ads? What, you know, what, what does he share? And the, and the main thing is, how do you share? How do you communicate? How do you judge the success of a campaign based on something other than conversion? And it's a great question, Matt. So let's jump into it then. All right, so if you have an account that does not have conversion metrics, and whether it's your account or it's an account you're managing, uh, in my opinion, there are several levels of success that you can use, and I'll go through them one by one. So the first level of success, I think, you know, this is the most granular, the most the most granular, the most basic. This comes down to search terms, okay? Because this is really, as advertisers, the only real real guarantee that we can show, tangibly show apart from conversions and of course the phone ringing or you know sales coming through the only thing we can tangibly show is the search quality the quality of traffic traffic quality so what does that look like well traffic quality is is best shown through search terms search terms are you know what people are actually typing this is this is your way of reading someone's mind when they do a search on google so a huge difference, and we, we were talking about AC, so we're going to stick with AC uh, repair. A huge difference um, if someone does a search for air conditioner and air conditioning repair service near me. Big difference. There's a, it is subtle, you know, but of course the intent is behind the longer search. Air conditioning repair service near me is much more intentional, much more valuable than just the word AC or air conditioner. 
Okay, so that is one way to communicate the value of traffic is to just show uh, the, the quality of the search terms. Now, of course, as advertisers in 2023, we're limited on how much search term traffic we can show or, or search term traffic that Google shows us, I should say. So you can't show 100% of the traffic and, 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 and qualify every bit of it. Those days are gone, unfortunately, because of, well, we can't. So search terms are one way of doing it. You know, the, the, next, the next thing that you might try and push for, apart from conversions, uh, comes down to the, the traffic activity on the site. And maybe some 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 secondary metrics in Google Ads. Okay, so here's here's this is kind of part two a. So part two a apart from search terms and in showing the explaining the success of an account might come in the form of um, showing the ads in comparison to competitors. These are the keywords we're showing up for. And this is where we're ranking comparing to competitors. You know, um, if the client has enough budget and, you know, you're really wanting to command a certain amount of traffic in a certain area, um, it would absolutely be, be a success factor to show them, hey, we have 70, we command 70, 80, maybe 90% of the search impression share. And going back to metric of the week, um, we have... 70% of the absolute top impressions, right? 70% of our uh, impressions are number one, right? So this is a great success point. You know, if, they, if, they, if their goal is to command a large amount, then absolutely, that, that's great. So that's one aspect of, you know, the, the auction insights can tell you information like that. The search impression share can tell you information like that. Um, absolute top and top percentage can tell you things like that. Other things that might be more minor success metrics. I mean, these are this is certainly not something that you want to point to as your main star. But click through rate, it, you know, is great. A strong click through rate. Very poor click through rates can certainly communicate failures and red flags. But in the same way, very high click through rates. You know, maybe fifteen percent. 10% click-through rate, 7%. It kind of depends on the industry, number of competitors and stuff like that. But the a, a very strong click-through rate can be a great way to show success on an account. I mean, this is, this, is, this is a very healthy account. Now, there can be red flags when you start seeing 30%, 40%, 50% click-through rate. That's, that's not necessarily a green flag. That's not a success point. That might be a red flag. What's going on here? Why is that so high? Um, but absolutely, that you know that's so that's two a that's that's one um, in Google Ads metric that you could point to for success. To b the other side of non conversion non search term success point might come in the form of analytics, bounce rate, time on site, navigation on the site interacting with the site. Very poor traffic is going to have um, high bounce rate, low time on site, low interaction, 
with the site because they're landing on the site and ultimately they actually aren't interested in what they find. If it's someone who's searching for air conditioner and they're actually interested in an air conditioner repair for their car, their truck, and they land on an AC repair that does central AC, home, business, AC systems, obviously that person is not going to waste time on the site. They're not going to click. They're certainly not going to convert, but we wouldn't really know that anyway. But they would bounce. In other words, uh, leave the site quickly. Bounce rate is, is, is a way of kind of determining how relevant your traffic is to your website. It's also a good way to determine if your website's crappy or not. High bounce rate with good traffic would indicate that the website has a problem. A good website with bad traffic would then also give a very high bounce rate, but that might be because the traffic's wrong. So this is another important, so this is another aspect. Well, it, this you may get this from Google Ads. You may get this information from analytics, but either way, you can absolutely communicate this as proof that there are success points in Google Ads. And then last, I mean, this is much more, this is certainly not black and white, but you can definitely, you know, ask your boss, ask your client, you know, whatever. Um, are leads good? Have the leads been quality? You know, are you getting the amount that you want? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult sometimes to get a straight answer and, 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 you know, cause it might be how they feel that week or that day or that moment. They may have been kind of getting leads. Leads might've been slow the past week. And so they're feeling like, ah, things are bad. But then previous two weeks have been absolutely astoundingly great. And, you know, they kind of forget that they forget what's happened since they've slept and they think about the now. So this, that's a very dangerous area to tread, but that's certainly another area that you could consider, um, you know, ask questions like that, but that there are, there is success points outside of conversions. You can absolutely look at the health of a campaign, understand, you know, how can, you know, what is a campaign spending money on here? You know, what does a success point look like? And, and those are, those are some examples. One, one thing I'll just throw in before I finish this segment here, you know, what is not a success metric and you know, what drives me crazy is people will look at quality scores, right? Um, they'll maybe look at a, an account that only has a 3% click through rate and say, ah, that's, that's not good. Your click through rates too low. Um, these do not independently determine success. Certain, quality score is outright, absolutely not a success metric. Your optimization score, also not a success metric. These do not determine the number of leads that you can or cannot get. This is arbitrary compared to, it, it, it is not a direct reflection on the quality of your campaign. Um, your optimization score is, is, is a metric in Google ads, just because you have horrible optimization score. That is a metric that Google arbitrarily attaches to an account or a campaign 
based on the, that campaign's goals. And if you're not doing certain things that match with your goal, or you have a custom goal, you don't have a goal assigned to it, then it's gonna give you very poor optimization scores because you're not, in its eyes, you're not hitting the right uh, best practices in order to achieve that goal. But anyone who's managed a Google Ads campaign long enough knows that goals change. Goals, goals are very fluid. Goals can change rapidly all the time, up and down. You, you could be doing wonderful and your, your actual paper goal of what you were supposed to be doing may be forgotten about for a certain time because the goal right now is to press, press, press. It's a certain season for you to try and get a lot of leads, a lot of control, a lot of traffic, you know, trying to push that. And you might, the cost per conversion might be forgotten for a little while. Absolutely. Happens all the time. So, um, Matt, thank you for the question. Those of you that have not sent in questions, you can do that at paidsearchpodcast.com. Be sure and uh, reach out there. If you want to send in a question, you can do so. Um, and uh, as you as you hear, I, I now answer questions in every episode. I may have entirely devoted you know uh, episodes to answering a ton of questions and just you know giving lots of feedback. Uh, but for now, we're going to move on to our topic of the week. I want to remind you about optio.com slash PSP. That is the special URL that you can use to try Optio for yourself. Two months for free, amazing deal, exclusively at that link. Um, if you are a freelancer, you're growing your business, um, I mean, this you, you can try this tool at no expense. There's really no strings attached. You can you just cancel it if you don't like it. But here's the thing, you're you're gonna like it. It it helps you. It's a great way to make sure that you're not missing anything. You wanna keep clients longer in your agency as a freelancer, an agency, whatever you're doing, this is a great way to do it. It's gonna help you to avoid those oops moments. You know that oops moment where you're like, oh, I, I missed that. Oops, I missed that. Please don't fire me. You want to miss? You want those those things to stop? Optio is a great way to stop those. It's a it's a wonderful tool to, to keep uh, to keep you flowing, get things done faster in Google Ads. Okay, so we are jumping into topical discussion. So this is where I dig in and have a little uh, chat with me, myself, and I about. Um, Something that's uh, you know come up this week in my consulting, or a topic that's on you know on my mind. And today, it it, it as I always try and do it, it matches with the metric of the week. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about first position. We're going to talk about position ranking. And basically, the you know the question I want to address here is when should you try and get to first position? Okay, so I've defined, you know, position, so I don't need to go through all that. What we need to talk about now is, you know, when is it appropriate? Should you be in first position? When, sh when should you not be? You know, um, because the, the thing that I'm not saying here is that not everyone should be in first position. You know, um, some people that are in second should stay in second. Some people that are very bottom of the the rankings uh, for paid ads should stay there. Sometimes it's appropriate to be there. So uh, let let's let's phrase it this way. 
when should you try and get to first position? Okay. So I have two different things and there's probably a lot of other instances, but I think these are two good examples about when you should really try and push first position. Okay. Um, number one is you're not necessarily focused on profit. You're focused on control. You're focused on making sure you're visible. I want to be there. I want to show up. I have a good business. If they're searching this, I want to be there. The numbers and the conversions and the sales and the leads and all that may not be there yet. Maybe you're just starting or, you know, you're really going to try and you're like, I think if I think, I think if I can get there in front of them, the conversions will follow. The leads will follow. So you're not profit focused right now, right? You're, you're, you are moving into a, a, a phase of the, the campaign where you're trying to just be there, get traffic. You want quality traffic and you want to represent your business and make sure you get traffic that looks like this and you want to be there at the top. I, I've done a lot of consulting with companies that spend a little bit of money, companies that spend a lot of money, and I've absolutely seen evidence that there are times whenever your position can directly affect your conversion rate. I, 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 I cannot deny that position does, um, does not affect uh, conversion rate. It absolutely does. Conversion rate and, and position in some industries can have a direct correlation. Um, for example, there might be some things, uh, I think, let's stick to the same theme, AC, AC repair, AC services, that kind of thing. You know, a lot of people don't necessarily care. They're just like, I want someone that's close and someone who can, who does what I want and they can be here now, you know. Here in Texas, it's hot in the summer and if your AC's out, it's like, ah, I don't necessarily care that it's the best company, I don't have to interview and talk to these people. You know, I just need someone to fix this. You know, something's wrong and I don't know how to fix it. I need someone to get over here and fix it. So that's an instance of when first position in the paid ads absolutely could benefit. And I'm not talking about emergency, like emergency H, uh, HVAC repair or emergency AC repair. That's not what I mean. I, I mean just like, you know, AC service companies near me, AC service, you know, um, uh, local AC repair near me uh, or a city name or something like that in the search. You know, these are people who are looking for services now. They're not, they're not really specific. They're just going to browse, see one that seems right to them, click and probably call and schedule as long as as long as the right person answers the phone and they sound competent and it's you know a good experience then you'll probably get the job that's a great example of not profit focused but instead you're focused on control all right so that that's an example of a seasonal push you know a certain time when things you know it's hot outside ac companies you really need to do here's another example um brand campaigns this is absolute, and I'll tell you what i i will i will f i will fight anybody that that argues with me on this. If you have a brand campaign, you are either focused on brand that is trying to bring in the most profitability, 
or you're trying to get position and control your company name. You are not doing both at the same time. You cannot do both at the same time. So a brand campaign can't control the company name and focus on profitability. Um, that is, you know, that's that's not going to to happen because you can't make sure that you show up first all the time and make sure your return on ad spend is as good as it can be because you have to make a sacrifice either to the left or to the right. You can either be more profitable or you can be more controlling, more dominant on the search results for your company name. You cannot maximize both at the same time. You have to compromise. So that's an example when you should try to get to first position with a brand campaign. You need to, if you want control, if you want to make sure you're that you have another competitor that is trying to show up on your name, they are stealing market share. They're, you know, they do the exact same thing, exact same areas, you know, same kind of product. I see it all the time. And they're just, they have a very similar company name and they're just showing up on your company name. That could be absolutely detrimental. Uh, it could be a very bad thing. You want to make sure you show up uh, on that search. So that's a control. You want to dominate on that search, not necessarily get the most profit, the highest return on ad spend. That's not the case. So there's another reason to, to push for first position. You'd want to have a very high, absolute top percentage. Okay, another another example is um you know you're starting brand new you're starting brand new on google ads and um you just need you just need traffic and you're making a you're making a guess okay you're making a guess on i think you know this is what we sell we we sell this very specific thing and i have a limited budget and i can't really afford to go national on all the different levels of the funnel that might represent my right traffic. I, I can't go with high funnel, mid funnel, and low funnel. Instead, I'm going to invest all of my money into these, you know, 15 different, you know, exact match keywords. And I'm going to dominate search on that for a very finite amount of time to try and dominate and get traffic and see what the results are. I, I see this a lot where people are you know, trying a different messaging, you know, they're, 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 they're changing the tone of their ads, you know, they're, they're, they're um, you know, uh, changing the price or, you know, changing some kind of feature or product. Uh, they're, they're changing the, the spin of what they're selling into a different tone. And they, and they want to try and reach this specific type of person. And they're going to dominate and push for first position. A lot of times it's important to make you know, uh, decisions quickly and try and pivot quickly. So it might be a great time to try and hit first position a lot for something like that. You're not, again, not focused on profit, not focused on get the most conversions possible. You just need answers. You need decision-making. And this, this is an example of pushing for dominance in order to make decisions, to get data. It's a perfectly good reason to try and push for high positions. Let's get some numbers. Let's make some decisions, not mess around for two or three months, kind of poking around at second, third, you know, losing a lot of impression share, trying to maximize the CPC. No, let's get some answers. Let's spend some money and make some decisions and meet next week and figure out what it looked like. You know, situations like that, you know, are going to need high positions. So that, that's three examples right there for not profit focused, not control 
uh, uh, not profit focused and focus instead on control, maximizing traffic, focusing on a very specific goal. So here is what it would look like if you should really focus on uh, you know, high return on ad spend and 100% impression share. It, it, you are focused on profit. You want to try and get the most profit. If you're if you're trying to to hit 100% impression share, you, another reason why you'd want to do that is because you want to hit high return on ad spend and try and maximize the highest amount of coverage. Okay, so you have a search campaign with great results, and you want to make sure that you dominate on Google for these keywords that are performed extremely well for you. And you're thinking, how far can I take this? How how much can I push and still, you know, am I, what does a 100% impression share look like? What does it look like when I'm in first position hitting 95% impression share, um, you know, as much as I possibly can? Can I redline this campaign? And how much does it eat into our our, our ROAS, you know, can I take a 20% cut on my ROAS, um, but increase the volume of total conversions because I am dominating on first position, you know, how much is that eating? That's a great reason to push for first position. You want to try and scale at a much, um, you know, a, 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 a much, a very, I should say, say it this way, a very specific segment of the market that has worked for you in the past. So you know these keywords work. They have some history behind them. You know, you're, you're happy with what you've been getting. And you want to say, you know what? Let's redline this. Let's push this to the max amount. Let's try and get as much as we can and see if we can take these great results and, um, uh, and, and push it to the full capacity that we can get. That's a reason why you would want to hit first position. Um, I would not say that there's a whole lot of reason. If you're not, if you're wanting to maximize profitability and you're not to your target return on ad spend, if you're, if you're not hitting your target, whatever your key metric is, and you're not hitting that, why in the world would you want to increase your first position and you know, and expect it to return more for you. That's probably not a good idea. So an instance that I was describing here is much going to be much more important when you're actually pushing that high, high row as you're trying to see how far that can take you when you push to the limit. So that's trying to get first position. You know, when should you? I, you know, so there's a lot of examples. That that's That's just two. I think that there's, you know, a lot more that you could do, but I think it's very important that you make some wise decisions about when you want to make that push. And and here's the thing. You don't just... You, you can't just make that happen with a lot of bidding strategies out there. You know, the big elephant in the room that I've talked about here is that you, you can't necessarily just do this with automated bidding, you know, target CPA, um, target ROAS, max conversions. You can't necessarily just make that happen. So, oh, so what's the solution? You know, I, I, the solution is that in order to start playing with some of this position metrics, you might have to start trying 
things other than um, max conversions, target CPA, because you don't have direct control. You know, it might look something like, um, you know, if, if you want to stick to automated, <clears throat> uh, you might have to move over to target impression share, which gives you the ability to, um, you know, push for a certain percentage. And it's not manual, so at least you don't have to, you know, manually control it, but you, you could do that. Um, the other option, you know, that I prefer is, is manual bids. So if you want to start controlling your position, you're going to have to start considering, well, what, you know, what bidding strategy am I going to have to use to accomplish this? Because it's not just a matter of just, you know, telling the target CPA or max conversions that you want first position, because there is no direct way to do that. Um, you're going to have to take more control of your bidding in order to make that accomplished. Um, and I could talk more about that in another time, but uh, I do I do think it's useful to uh, to bring that up because you know that's the other part of the equation, and uh, that's the great thing. I'm here every single week to chat about it. Um, I uh, I'm not going anywhere. The show is not going anywhere, and uh, if you appreciate that, I uh, you know would love to have um, have you leave a review on iTunes or, you know, wherever you can, you know, I, I appreciate you, uh, keeping the show fresh, making sure that people see that this is a good show that people are going to be listening to it. Um, one more thing before I go, this is something that I've been getting a lot of comments about, um, gotten some emails about it and stuff like that. I here at the very end of the show, I just want to revisit the, the other thing that I haven't really talked about very much, you know, the, the 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 fact that Jason's no longer in the show, <clears throat> um, I, I did want to just just bring it up because I know it bothers some people, you know that he's he's not here, and <clears throat> there is I'll say it again I said it when, on day one when it when it all came down was there are no hard feelings we didn't have a fight, you know he he didn't leave because he's angry. Um, he didn't leave because we, you know, it, none of that happened. It did not happen like that. Um, we've been, we've been doing this show for a very long time. I, um, I have always been very critical of partnerships and things like that because it's hard to have two decision makers at 50, 50, but Jason and I had an amazing very rare instance where we can work together for hundreds and hundreds of hours. I mean, there's hundreds of episodes out there where we have spent hours talking and, you know, stuff behind the scenes, you know, and sometimes even chat quite a bit after the show, you know, so it, it, it was amazing to have something like that for so many years. And the fact is, um, you know, Jason had a, 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 a desire to move forward with, uh, you know, other parts of, you know, his, his business, his company, his plans. And the show just didn't really fit into that. You know, I, I, I was just as shocked as you guys. Um, you know, it, 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 it was something that just, Hey, this isn't going to work. I just wanted to, he, he wanted to put time and focus into something else. I've been there. I've done that myself you know, shut things down, stop things, because I'm like, you know what, this is taking a lot of energy. Um, and uh, there was really no end point to the podcast. There is no exit. 
there's no exit in the paid search podcast. It is an infinitely long podcast because Google ads will forever change things. It will forever be a mystery. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's, there's really no end point to it. It's not like, ah, oh, we reached the top level. We've talked about everything, nothing else to talk about. Well, that's, that's not true. That's not true. So, you know, it, it, it just happened to be that, uh, you know, we, we almost reached a point of a decade of doing this together. And, uh, you know, as, as I firmly believe, you know, every decade looks completely different. Think about the phases of your life, 10 year old, 20 year old, 30 year old, 40 year old, however old you are, you know, every 10 years is like a different life phase. And I mean, Jason's just, we're almost at another decade and we started in, a, we both started in different phases of our lives. Um, I, that that's all I can really say. Uh, and just, he, he wanted to try something else. So I, 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 I hope, I hope you guys aren't upset, you know, like how could you just, you know, not tell us what's going on there. That's, that's it. That's it. There's, um, there's really nothing more to it. There's no secret. There's no, uh, you know, you know, like scoop beyond that. That's all there is to it. So, um, I hope, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. I know it's kind of, kind of odd. I, I'm sure many people would prefer a little more closure and I hope that provides that. Um, thanks so much for sticking with me for almost an hour of chat about Google ads. If you, if, if you're not, if, if, if you're not done, you want more chat about Google ads. I do offer private sessions where you can ask me just about anything you want about Google ads. I, I, I can tell you <laughs> there are many people that will attest. I, I can share as much as you possibly would want to know in, you know, about the business of managing a, a Google ads company, starting your own freelance or managing your own company, uh, your own PPC account. Um, I can help you. You go to chrisschafer.com. I have a, a, a session you can sign up for book that and, uh, we will chat in person and I am happy to help you. It is something I do every single day, or I can do Google ads management. If you're just like, you know what, Chris I'm tired of it. I don't want to manage it anymore. I'm sick of it. I know it works, um, but I just need someone to take over for me. Happy to do that as well. Thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. I will catch you next week.